Welcome to the Hoops College Coaches Podcast. I'm Aaron Paranak along with Brian Bagwell. Today we're talking about timeouts. Our first episode will discuss when and why you might want to call them. Timeouts are one of the ways in which coaches have a chance to control the outcome of the game during the game. There are the automatic timeouts that occur at the end of quarters or for media, but the ones that we get to call ourselves are very precious. What are some of the reasons that we might want to call a timeout? The answer to this question has to begin with your team and your personnel. What is right for those players at that time, at this point in their development? Do you have juniors? Do you have seniors? Do you have freshmen? Who, who is your point guard? Who's controlling your team? Those things all apply, but I think the most important thing is the word you just said a second ago is precious. You have to decide what is precious to you, and that's why you call timeout. For me, most of the time, I'm not going to save a timeout to set our defense or set our offense. Most of the time, I'm going to call that timeout if somebody on the floor has broken a standard, and I'm going to let everybody know it's not okay for any of the other 14 people sitting on this bench right now. It's not okay that we break that standard, period. And that's, yes, you can sub somebody and you can take them out, but for, for something that is precious to you, for something that's the most important, I think you use timeout. I think if you've spent all week talking about having good closeouts and your best player doesn't close out, you don't just sub for them. You call timeout and you walk and you meet them out on the floor and everybody, you find the point between embarrassment and acknowledgement of everybody knows that this was a big deal and this is not accepted, this is not tolerated. I think that implies that your players value timeouts as much as you do. And most players probably don't even know how many timeouts you have in a game, uh, much less how many timeouts you have left, uh, nor do they understand how valuable and how precious they can be to a coach who is trying to manage the course of a game. And so if it is that important to you to make that point without making a substitution, because I think you can still make a substitution. I would still make that substitution, but I would call a timeout as well and compound the substitution with a timeout. Even though that timeout might be precious to you two minutes from now or five minutes from now or. Yes, because the win or the loss is not as important as the standards that we're trying to uphold. I'm not going to save it and let my standards change. I'm not going to save it and let my players treat the game and treat their teammates and treat the program in a different way than they should. If you just sub somebody out, if you have a normal culture, what happens is the person they sit down beside looks at him and says, coach is crazy. I don't know why you came out. But if you call timeout, your players now get a chance to echo, maybe even before you do, that the standard is important to them as well. And so the question that coaches have to answer is, is a timeout the best way for you to set your standard and enforce your standard at that time with your team? The first thing I would suggest is to look and compare how you hold your team to standards in practice versus how you hold them to your standards in a game. What are some of the other reasons you might call a timeout besides to uphold your standard? Well, like we said before, to set, set your defense, to, to set your offense. Um, we've already talked about making a substitution. Next, uh, I, this would depend on depth. Do, do, do you want to call timeout to rest? And, you know, the other t team gets to rest as well, but but do you want the five people who are on the floor to stay on the floor? And if you do, then, then you call timeout as, a, as opposed to using a substitution. 
I think it's very risky to call a timeout to set your offense. The very first game, which I was ever a head coach, was it was a scrimmage, and so we had as many timeouts as we wanted. And yeah, you know, this was I think, 11, 11 years ago or so. And uh, I called timeout with you know, three seconds left on the clock, and 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 the ball's out on the sideline. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to see if if we can execute out of a timeout. Of course, it, as soon as we come back on the floor, a team that has for 39 minutes, 57 seconds has played nothing but man-to-man is all of a sudden in a 2-3 zone. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, that, that, that's great. Gotcha. <laughs> right. So so I think it's important to, to understand that defense dictates what the offense is going to do first. So the defense gets to make the first decision. So I much prefer calling a timeout to set defense as opposed to set offense. I think a, a timeout to set offense would be more – about valuing a possession than it would be to draw something on a board. If you want a half-court possession, you can stop them without calling timeout. How many times do you see a play, the course of a play going on, and you know a turnover is getting ready to happen? Maybe you call a timeout just to keep the team from turning it over to get everybody back organized and back uh, in sync. Maybe you call a timeout because your team did something – very well. This is this is this is a huge accomplishment for them that they finally understood how to execute this certain situation, this certain action, this certain defense, this certain play. Call a timeout and and have a celebration. That shows as much of, of holding upholding your standard as much as calling one to correct uh, a standard. Maybe your team has been struggling and they just need some pot. They need a positive moment and they need to know that you have their back and that that you recognize they've just done something really well that maybe they've struggled with for game after game after game. Um, again, it's, it's about knowing your team in this situation. It's not about having a recipe for calling timeouts. By calling a timeout to celebrate success, it gives you an opportunity to, to prove to players um, that, that you're better than you were yesterday. It, it's then – a timeout that's about more than a possession and more than about that game. It's about a moment in which your team feels free and in control because they know, hey, we just got better. And we'll be able to handle the next situation because of that. Sometimes, obviously, with the change of momentum, it's kind of obvious. But if, if, if they don't know why you call the timeout, that will probably make them value what you have to say in the next 30 seconds a little bit more than if they expected you to call one. Because if they expect you to call one, then they expect to hear certain things from you and they might have already tuned you out. So part of calling timeouts is teaching the process. It's developing the process. It's enjoying the process. It's, it's correcting the process, but we're still trying to win games and maybe Maybe the process has gone well or not gone well, but there's one minute left and it's a close game. And those timeouts are critical to helping execute those end of game situations, whether they're called by players or called by coaches. We have to balance using timeouts to manage the process of the game along with using timeouts to manage the end of the game. During the course of the game, there are many ways to manage the process of the game, 
at the end of the game, there are really only two ways to manage the end of the game. One is timeouts, the other is fouling. And timeouts don't give the other team the chance to shoot two free throws, whereas fouling obviously does. So my philosophy is use other methods to control the process during the game, and as much as possible, use your timeouts to control and manage the end of the game. One thing that hasn't been mentioned so far is is to call a timeout to talk to an official. And yeah, I know some, some coaches, all they do is yell at the official the entire game, and some coaches say, I'm above that, I'm going to coach my team. But the officials are people just like us. And just like your players who may have lost focus and need a timeout to shift um, what they're thinking about when they step back on the court, I think is just as effective to talk to an official. They're not worried about missing a call. There's no other action going on. You can get their undivided attention. Well, yeah, I, I think the, the other reason to talk to an official during a timeout is to stand up for one of your players but not have to get a technical foul to do so. Your players see that you call timeout for them, um, but the other team doesn't get two free throws. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Hoops College Coaches Podcast. We'll be back on Thursday to talk about the many different teaching opportunities during the course of a game.